0: welcome to modern day economics where we have in-depth discussions on economic issues and events that affect our families and communities both here in the united states and globally check us out at moderndayeconomics.com today we're going to take a trip down memory lane and talk a little bit more about the global financial crisis what exactly happened back in 2008 as we hear all these talks about recession currently In this day and age now in 2022 how does that compare what might have been different how could have maybe been avoided what are the implications afterwards and what the heck happened so what happened in the global financial crisis what were the events leading up to 2008 well that's very simple essentially a lot of people that should have not received a loan for a home. We're receiving a loan for a home. That's the short answer. There were not the right checks and balances that there are today to verify income, to verify assets, to verify someone's creditworthiness, And a lot of lending was done. A lot of subprime lending was done on the basis of well a lot of these loans are sold so the bank maybe gets a fee they're compiled into mortgage-backed securities which supported quote-unquote diversification to diversify away risk and then sold to private investors pension funds and even the government in the form of mortgage-backed securities now problem with this You hear a lot of people in the financial profession talk about diversification as a way to reduce risk. And that, to a certain degree, uh, is correct. The only issue with that is when what you are diversifying is all risky. That's the problem. When the diversified portfolio has an overall increased risk. That's when there is a problem and that, ladies and gentlemen, is exactly what happened back in 2008 and it was not a pretty time if you remember. If you're too young to remember, you can ask an older friend or maybe a parent what it was like and it, it was really not a pretty time whatsoever. A lot of people lost their homes. Home down value, values, generally speaking, went down in the United States in many markets. So not a fun time whatsoever. So a lot of people were lent a lot more money than they should have been receiving. They had access to purchasing homes. They probably shouldn't have been able to purchase given the looser lending standards. The bulk of these loans were then sold to Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac compiled into mortgage-backed securities. And then, well, sold out to private investors, pension funds and the government. Now, the problem arised when there started being defaults. People weren't able to pay these homes. They weren't able to pay back the loans that they took out, that they should have never had access to. And, well, that's when the mortgage-backed securities got in trouble. Those securities that were supposed to be so safe and so diversified, all of a sudden, got in trouble and that's what happened in 2008 now how is that different from today and another thing to note real quickly before we jump into that is adjustable rate mortgages were a lot more popular back then now what is the inherent risk with an adjustable rate mortgage as compared to a fixed mortgage so if you have a loan that's fixed for. 30 years and a loan that is adjustable. What is the difference with that? Well, at least for the portion of principal and interest, which is the majority of the payment, in most cases, you can predict that that doesn't change as long as it's fixed throughout the term of the loan. If you fix it for 30 years, that's going to be exactly the same on day one as on the last payment. It'll be exactly the same. The problem with adjustable rate mortgages, especially in an increasing rate environment, is that your payment will increase potentially. If rates go down, of course, it would maybe do the opposite, but it can increase. And if you're already at a point where you're tight on money to be able to make the payments that you're currently making and it increases that can trigger a default so that was another issue back in 2008. how is this different from today many might ask well there's a few differences the key difference is that lending standards are much tighter There's a much more thorough review in loan applications on the part of banks. A lot of new legislation was passed since that time. So that is certainly something to consider. The period preceding 2008 was characterized by a lot of stimulus. A lot of money printing as well, which has, some say, led to the inflation that we have today, which is a new downside risk with the current environment. So, the real estate market is a really slow market to move, historically speaking. When we talk about crashes, most people typically understand as a crash, similar a situation similar to what occurred during, um, March of 2020, when all of a sudden there was a collapse in the stock market. Well, that is not something that historically happens with the real estate market so quickly. It takes much longer, uh, to decrease gradually over time. Will the same thing that happened in 2008 occur? Well, it's hard to think that that exact same thing would occur, um, there can be a decline in prices, but it would likely be for a different reason than in 2008. 2008, defaults would be a much higher um, reason why. And the reason for the defaults, of course, you know, subprime lending, would be a much more prevalent situation. If there were defaults in this day and age, um, part of that may be associated to waivers of inspection contingencies um, resulting in unforeseen repairs etc but the biggest problem that might push down the price of real estate is the rise in interest rates that was occurred that was uh, initiated in order to control inflation because if you raise interest rates historically speaking the Interest rates have an, have an inverse correlation with price of homes as well because the higher you raise the rate, the less of a loan you can qualify for and the higher of a monthly payment you have for the same home price. So that would be another critical difference. So more to come on this. Stay tuned for more economic news and events. Check us out at moderndayeconomics.com.